0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call.
0: that's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms
6: apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and... Ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free at
7: What about you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio? I hope you're having a great day. Huh? Sun is shining. Hoop season done. Olympics underway. Football training camp starting now. Really next Monday, everybody's back in shells. And it appears, with a couple of missteps, we've made it. I I know the numbers aren't good. Some people say you have to wear masks and two uh, offensive line coaches have been fired because they don't want to get vaccinated. But for the most part, it does feel like we've made it. We got a lot to get to. Um, The Indians are now the Guardians. Huh. Okay. Uh, Michael Thomas going to miss four months. Huh. Okay. And Greg Shiano is probably going to join us this hour. Possibly, maybe, not sure. We got a bunch to get to. Let me start with this, though. Um, look, we, I, everybody who is in the Big 12 as an alum or as a fan or as a player, they like to make fun of Texas. Texas, is, Texas has the biggest budget of any university in the country for their sports programs and yet has not seen success. Um, you know, Mac Brown's last three years has not really seen success in over a decade in college football. Not the likes not what Texas had grown used to when Mac was there. The basketball program is building a new arena and they just spent a ton of money to go get Chris Beard and bring him back to his alma mater. And he hired an all-star team of coaches. All that said, Texas with all their money and all their dominance and really it's the best city, not close in the big 12. They haven't won much recently. That said, when they say, Hey, we're going to explore going to, or going to another conference. I got to say Titanic, Titanic, or tectonic shift, if you will, in the college sports landscape, right? Like, of the biggies, Texas, probably only, you know, Notre Dame is in that conversation. Ohio State, maybe Michigan. And I know you're like, well, Michigan can't beat Ohio State. I'm talking about popularity of overall sports programs, most importantly, football and basketball. Brian Davis covers uh, UT um, for the Austin American Statesman. This story was originally broken by the Houston Chronicle. And, Brian, you tell me, like, you you cover UT Athletics. Uh, their ability to work this thing for six months before it leaked out there, I think that might be the most surprising part of the entire story.
9: <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, get, Getting all these guys to keep their mouths shut and rolling in the same direction for once, quite honestly, is an achievement in and of itself. Uh, you know, because Texas historically – has sabotaged itself with too many cooks in the kitchen, if you will. But I will say Crystal Conning, uh, the current athletic director, he really has done a very good job of, of keeping, keeping the, the wolves at bay, so to speak, where he, where they can kind of run a, a much tighter shop.
7: Okay. So, uh, I mean, I, I guess is the only answer money, or is there something else that that's bothering uh, uh, Texas that makes them want to leave the conference?
9: Well, the, the way it's been explained to me uh, by high-level Texas sources is that this all started um, when conversations began over uh, the extension of the grant of rights. Uh, they, they had a pre- the League ADs had a presentation with network executives, I believe it was in March, and at that time, you know, ES, the ESPNs and the Foxes of the world told them, hey, we're not interested in renegotiating or or lengthening uh, your deals. We're going to sit tight and see what happens, and that didn't sit well with Texas or Oklahoma. And again, the way it's been explained to me, I know a lot of people are arguing on Twitter over the timeline of all this, but um, some people who are very high in the system here have told have told us that that's what really precipitated. Okay, let's 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 be real about this. What else is out there? Um, you know, going to the SEC is something that Crystal O'Connor has long sort of dreamed about because he wants that A&M game back on the schedule, right? Um, and so that's the only move that Texas and Oklahoma have is if you're going to go somewhere, it has to be to the premier uh, athletic conference in America.
7: It couldn't be the Big Ten. I mean, isn't it? I mean, if, if they go to the Big Ten, it makes the Big Ten. The, or is it the Olympic sports? It's just too much travel.
9: I think it's literally just. I think it's literally boils down to it's just where can we get the most money, and that's football, and that's the UCC. I mean, um, you know, there was a time ten years ago uh, where you know Texas was in the hell oh, for one night, and then people woke up, and the and Dodds woke up and said, "Hey, I don't know if this is such a great idea." Um, at that time, it was thought, well, you know, Texas wants to align itself with other like-minded academic schools. Sure, but but I think enough time has passed where. I believe the SEC has four schools that are in the AAU and Texas would be the fifth.
7: Yeah, no, it's 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 the whole thing is is interesting. Um, okay, you mentioned the A and M game. If you go to sixteen, do they go to quadrants? Do they go to eight and eight and you play everybody in your eight? Because if they go to quadrants, I wonder if A and M is in that. Is it, you know, A and M, Arkansas, U T and but LSU, like, how did how does it look? Well, I,
9: I find it very hard to believe that Chris Conti and Jay Hartzell, the Texas president, would enter into this into this whole scenario if they didn't feel like getting an annual game against A and M was was basically guaranteed. Now, whether that's in a pod system, a division format, I don't know. Personally, I think sixteen teams, you divide them into four pods. And you start, and you have like an NFL type of scheduling model, right? Rotating around, um, you know, the SEC North and South, whatever. But it's just,
7: just, just you know, it's just, it's just really hard, right? Like what people yeah. outside of the SEC don't realize is um, Auburn. Yes, they play Alabama, but Auburn Georgia is the oldest rivalry in the South. Like you just, you start dividing up, and you don't see these teams. And man, that's that's really. hard. I, I, I get. I mean, I get a lot of it, but as we've seen in the Big 12 with Missouri, like you lose a 100-year rivalry with Kansas and Kansas State, it's never going to be the same even if the check is larger that comes in from the, from the conference.
9: No doubt about it. No, no, no doubt about it. Texas wants that, Texas wants that A&M game back on their schedule because they don't like the current teams that come to Royal Memorial. Kansas, K-State, Iowa State, they don't like that. Because remember, the, the biggest game that Texas plays every year is in Dallas, on a neutral field,
7: yeah, and they have a, and they continue to redo the stadium. Okay, best guess, what happens to the rest of the league?
3: Whew.
9: You know, I, I think there are some people, uh, and I know that there are some people at UT that hope that the other eight teams are sort of uh, dissolved into the other com- major conferences. That you know, fingers crossed. Um, you know, the other eight teams could just sit tight. And force Texas and OU to play out the string, go, taking this all the way to the 24-25 season. Uh, but that's a long, long time for people to
7: be I, you I, know, I, having their knives drawn. I, I mean, when, when it when it came out, and, and Dan Byers been doing their updates, said, "Well, they'll they'll wait to the end of the grant of rights. That's just we don't want to write a check, right? This is all a negotiation now. Right. Is it is it done? Like you and I were around for when." It was done. They were going to the Pac-12. That was one night. Is this more done than that was done?
9: Well, that that was definitely more done because they had already shaken on it, and was having cigars with Larry Scott. So that if we're not to that point yet, but I think that I think that Greg Sankey, uh, Joe Castiglione, Chris um, they had, definitely have each other on speed dial, and I think it's gonna move along fairly quickly, probably next week.
7: Wow. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Any pushback? Texas, it it becomes very political. Any pushback on leaving a Texas Tech behind, for example?
9: You know, I don't think so, but that said, um, the only person who's going to be able to stop this is going to be, you know, Texas Governor Greg Abbott. who going an incumbent governor running for re-election who is suddenly going to piss off Texas A&M people, Tech people, Baylor people, and TCU people, and that's a lot of voters. I mean, I, I, I mean, if that is not taken into the calculus of this, I, I would be shocked.
7: No, no, it, it is. The one thing is, you know, the other schools are are private schools. Can you imagine though, if you're Texas Tech right now, you're Kirby Holcutt? Like, wait, first you take my basketball coach, and now you're gonna, then now you're gonna take the league? Like <laughs>
9: taking the league too?
7: <laughs> oh, that's. that's um, a&M has to be pissed, right? They're, they could not possibly be happy with this.
9: Well, well, some of my best you know, A&M friends and, and sources, it's almost like they're trying to spin it, you know, spin it at this point. Well, you know, I, we, I guess this could be good for us, blah, blah, blah. Look, any real Aggie has got to hate this. That was, this was the whole point that they left. The Big 12 was to get away from Big Brother, and now, boom! here is Texas, Oklahoma, kicking the door in, and it's like, oh, by the way, A&M, you know, deal with this.
7: Right, finally, an A&M's good too. Right, it took them this long. Right. they finally to figure out that we got the right. This is like this is classic A&M. They just can't. They they just they they can't do it. All right, what about Oklahoma? Will they have an Oklahoma State problem?
9: You know, I I'll, that absolutely, but you know, I know. You know what? You know, Doug. No one is really talking about, at least from as far as Oklahoma State's concerned. When I, I went back and look, was looking through articles. Okay, how did this exactly unfold again? Trying to give myself a refresher course. You know, Boone Pickens isn't around anymore, and so and that was an extremely large voice at the time to make sure that OSU uh, wasn't left behind. New new president, new AD. um... You know, Oklahoma State has great name recognition, obviously, but do they have the power brokers in place, you know, to, to make sure they don't get left behind? I don't know.
7: Yeah, I, I don't know the name of the regent, but I believe the head lawyer he who's a regent for the University of Texas was Boone Pickens' best friend, right? Like, they were uh-huh. dear, dear, close, close friends, and that was one – I mean, and he was working on speed dial in terms of keeping him in the league in the league last time, and when he's not there, I mean – Uh, Yeah, this is this is going to be absolutely interesting. Hey, real real quick, uh, Sarkeesian's first year, new quarterback. What's it look like for for the Horns?
9: Well, I mean, you're right. New new quarterback, no real proven threat at at, at receiver. The line should be okay. Uh, No real superstar at linebacker, in my opinion. I mean, to me, this adds up to an eight and four type of a season. Bijan Robinson, I think, is going to be a superstar. There's no question about that. And they have other good running backs behind him. But I, I just don't think they have enough weapons yet. And he touched on it at the top. You're exactly right. Texas has a football problem. They just won the Director's Cup, you know, so they're doing great everywhere else. But the biggest moneymaker has been stuck – in a pool of averageness for a decade now, they just can't escape.
7: Yeah. And I mean, and, and then their second biggest money makers. not a huge thing, but, but basketball, they open that new arena and we'll see if the, the makeover there, that, that makeover, I think is going to work more quickly than football. Football is harder to rebuild and, and, and reconfigure. Uh, great stuff as always, Brian. I'm sure you're super busy. We appreciate you taking some time. You bet. No problem. That's uh, Brian Davis covers Texas and UT Austin for the Austin American Statesman. Guardians. Okay. We, we're going to have to have a nickname discussion and that uh, we may have Greg Shiano upcoming next.
8: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with G-Young Yu. G-Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series Expats. I think
3: I learn a little bit
4: with every character that I
3: play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people.
4: If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the scene to scene podcast.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March twentieth at seven PM Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Twenty twenty-five qx80 coming this summer.
8: What's up? I'm John Wall and I'm CJ Toladonna and we're
9: starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari.
8: We're getting beat by eighteen. My first game at Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. and can't coach. This is crazy.
7: Ah, these people in Oklahoma are such buffoons. They're so bothered by it, you know. Like these are the same people that, to to this moment, they'll call, um, they'll call Kevin Rand a cupcake and a turncoat, and how dare he leave Oklahoma City to go to the Golden State Warriors? And so what I said was on Twitter was, "Oh, you pulled off a it was a KD move, right? You can't beat him, join him." So you know you have these people like well so what you're saying is it's an easier path to a championship like no I'm just making fun of the fact that you're the, the Oklahoma football is just as disloyal as any athlete who's ever left the Sooner State before. This is the problem is hypocrisy right? That's the problem. Don't be hypocrite. I right? don't be hypocrite. Well, no, listen. It's it's about money, so it makes it okay. No, it doesn't. That doesn't make it okay. Oklahoma football is making plenty of money. Now, look, if you want to say and and it was a, it's a good point that I think uh, Brian Davis made, which is like, look, if you're Texas and think about the schools that come into your building every year, right? Iowa State, Kansas State, you know, TCU, like yeah. Or we could bring in AM. We could bring in LSU. We could bring in Florida or Georgia. Now it should be pointed out that, that while you may, and I know they're bigger schools than, than the Kansas States of the world and the Iowa States of the world. Like the sec does have Vanderbilt does have Kentucky does have Missouri does have, you know, they, they, there's some, there's some weak links there. All those national, the seven national championships they won, like kind of go through it. It's, Kind of all the same teams. So they're bigger schools. There's no question. Um, I would disagree with Brian Davis, who joined us from the Austin American statement. I believe the Big Ten continues to remain as the crown jewel in college athletics, more so than the SEC in terms of academic reputation, overall athletic reputation. I'm I'm not challenging that the SEC isn't better in football. They're better. It's not, not really all that close. Just not. Um, and the sec is very good in baseball, which is important to Texas and some other sports. I would still say the big 10 because the big 10 network, the money they're making, you know, the sec might make a little more, but it's a mood point. They're all big, powerful schools, big, big, powerful schools. Uh, I mean, I just, that stuff is crazy though, because I always thought that, that college sports was about, um, That college sports was about, you know, your rivalries and your rivalries in the proximity to your school more so than just can you get every last dollar. But it would be fair to point out that if you're Texas, you're like, look, when we got into the Big 12, we got in because there was Oklahoma, there was Nebraska, there was A&M. Now there's no Nebraska, no A&M, and Oklahoma's going to go with us, so why would we stay? It's a fair point. It's a fair point. Okay, so I have a question. Bayer, what do you think of the Cleveland Guardians nickname? I think it's going to take a little while
10: to get used to. I thought that Spiders was going to be the the runaway. I thought that they would just go back in their history because at one point they were the Cleveland Spiders. I understand that the uh, the Guardians nickname has some ties to the city, but I would be more excited if it were the Spiders than if it were the Guardians.
7: Okay, I have a question. This is an honest mm-hmm. question. Um, why? Why is the in, why are Cleveland Indians? Why is that seen as a uh, derogatory uh, nickname?
10: Well, I think that there are Native Americans that that feel that it doesn't necessarily honor uh, who they are in their history, and would rather just uh, not be used as a a nickname or mascot, and uh, feel that maybe those depictions are are disrespectful to their history and culture and who they are.
7: Would but but is it is it fair that the idea of the of having sports teams named after Native Americans, Chiefs, Indians, Braves is a depiction of a proud culture, right? Like if you if you listen to the Cleveland Indians on their Twitter website, on their Twitter site, right? They had that video out today, which talks about, you know, pride and guarding a city and toughness and all these things. Like those are the virtues that I, I thought, like I, when I hear Indians, I don't have a negative depiction of native, Amer- native American people based upon a nickname, right? They're not, it, it's, 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 it's not making fun of a culture. It's one of pride and toughness and togetherness. Am I, am I wrong? Do you have a, a different depiction? I I. I mean, I, I don't look at nicknames
10: that way. I I, I think that we would I think it's I don't think it's accurate to say that we have learned a lot more about Native American culture thanks to the Cleveland Indians nickname.
7: That's true. That's true. But if we wipe sports clean of any Native American references, like, I mean, are we the better because of it? Does that say it's, it just? Yeah, I don't think I, that sports
10: plays that role in learning about those cultures. I don't think that it ever. I don't think that it ever has
7: representing those cultures. I. I mean, I do. I don't necessarily like. Think is anybody? That it, are they? Are people really offended? Like, really. I'm not talking about I, Twitter. Everybody's offended on Twitter. They're offended by everything. Yeah. But like, it, it's it, and it's OK, like Native Americans are real people and they are a real part of the history of our country. And there are many things that have been done to them which are done wrong. I will say, though, like, OK, so we take all Native American references. like chiefs is heads. Is there if you take if you go Indians now we're going to take chiefs, we can take Braves. What, what do you think that is chiefs or Braves? Is that a negative depiction? Um, it doesn't offend me, but I'm
10: not the one that's, that was offended by it. Like I'm not the, I I don't want to say the, you know, the, the, the target audience, but I mean, that doesn't, it doesn't offend me, but I'm not the one that they're making the change for.
7: Right. I guess my question is like, okay, so if we take, if we take Indians because it's because and they weren't actually Indians, they were native Americans, right. We were mislabeled by, by settlers early to be from India. uh, Understood. Okay. If, but if do we do, do we stop at native americans do we take out pirates? P- pirates are not good people. Vikings raped and pillaged. Buccaneers are pirates. Where does it And there are yeah, real pirates no, in this world. Well,
10: <laughs> yes, but There are real pirates. I, I it's Somalian real pirates. Yeah, I I think that I think that's a bit of a, a stretch. I don't think that there's a viking community, you know, that is that, that is somewhere in the United States that feels that Minnesota is is not depicting who their culture are and who they are. I don't think that that's the case.
7: OK. OK. I'm just interested by it. I don't like Cleveland Guardians. I would like just Cleveland. Just be Cleveland. Why do you have to have any like if we if we are and I think this is a little bit what you're getting at. Not only do we not necessarily need. You know any sort of ethnic depictions? Like, do we actually need nicknames? Have we gotten past the point that we I, need nicknames? I like I, I like nicknames. I
10: just like spiders. I think to me was just so it's so unique of Richmond. The Richmond spiders, the only spiders that we know in sports, and now there are a lot of nicknames that are being used by uh, uh, you know other. It's doubling up, tripling up, but the spiders is just so rarely used that I thought it would be great for cleveland to do now i don't know any guardians and maybe it's for a marvel comic sort of push i have no idea <laughs> but mike Harmon gave me the tip off to that one when i hosted last and i wouldn't know if it was marvel or dc or whoever it was no, it's marvel marvel guardians yeah. of the galaxy yeah. but may- maybe that's part of it maybe that's what they're trying to look for in the future in tie it in that way i don't know
7: uh, uh, what about you, uh, Ramos? Do you like the Guardian's nickname? I, I, no one likes the Guardian's font. Do you? Do you like b- b- Yeah, I, I don't know.
3: I, is it, are those wings or like angel wings or what are they? Is that air blowing by? I don't know what that is on the back well, of the G. Yeah. It, I, I, <laughs> there's a ball and there's a G and, and then there's like something behind it. I can't tell if it's wings or if it's, like, air. It does
10: kind of depict the Wonder Woman wings a little bit. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be? <laughs> yeah, Maybe
7: it's wings and they're on an invisible plane like Wonder Woman. Maybe it's just an ode to Wonder Woman. Well,
10: isn't that the, the Guardian Towers are on the bridge to Cleveland? That's what yes. like, protects is that what the it city? Is? Okay. Yeah. Yes.
3: All right. Well, hey, whatever. I mean, you know, that's it's not my team. So, you know, that's whatever they want to do. That's fine with them. Do you like it? Uh, no, I'm actually with... Dan, I think Spiders would have been a really kind of cool name, but it's not the end of the world. The Guardians, it's fine. I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I saw somebody on Twitter right now say, names grow on you after a while, so maybe it grows on people, you know. But, you know? well oh, I'm,
7: I'm sure it'll grow on you, but yeah. it's still,
3: it's like, eh. I do like nicknames, though. I mean, just the Cleveland team sounds kind of, like, boring to me.
7: Okay, but how yeah. about something that has to do with, like, like the the Dodgers, though there are no trolleys that's in L.A. Correct. anymore. Yeah. They were the Brooklyn Trolley Dodgers, right? Right. Uh-huh. That's a great nickname. Yeah, with the Trolley Dodgers, they're, they're dodging the trolleys. Yeah, dodging the trolleys. And of course, got the Lakers it. were because of the lakes in Minnesota, Minnesota and stuff right? like that. And the Giants yeah. were the New York Giants, right? I got got it. And now they were the New York Baseball Giants, the Yankees. Okay, um, it is interesting that the Yankees. That's an old term that that survives. Okay. So what would be the like Cleveland Rockers? Why would the spiders? Are there like excess amount of spiders in Cleveland? <laughs> or is know. it just a cool nickname?
10: I think it's unique. I, I mean, it, maybe not so unique because we mentioned Richmond, but I think that there's a lot that you could do with it. I am.
7: I, I just I, I'm, I'm all for it. I like it as well. I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm not in any way disagreeing with you. I actually the, really like the nickname. I really like Spiders. I just don't know if I would like Cleveland Spiders. Like, I don't know. I like things that make sense for the place in which you live.
3: Yeah. Rockers right? was kind of cool because that's where the home of the uh, yeah, well, Hall, yeah, of yeah, or, Hall of Fame is. Yeah. Was,
10: wasn't that the WNBA team? Weren't they the? I,
7: I thought they were. Yeah. There's got to be something else in Cleveland. Is there anything else in Cleveland? Um, there's the Christmas Story house. They could have been the Cleveland Ralphies. What about with the leg? Yeah, the leg lamps. That's what they could have been. The Cleveland leg lamps.
10: Did I ever tell you I went on a, on a tour of that and got left behind by the tour guide? <laughs> no. Yeah, it was the 07 NBA Finals. It, I had a day off and in between uh, games three and four when the Cavs were about to get swept by the Spurs. So I went to the Christmas Story house, middle of summer, and... I was the only one there, and I got the tour of the uh, tour of the house, and I was looking at everything. Now the 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 movie basically wasn't filmed inside the house, except when he pulls out the leg lamp, that actually was filmed inside the the home. But the exterior and everything was the same. And then I was brought through the kitchen. Then you went into the backyard, you know, where they the the robbers came out and jumped over the fence, and where Ralphie, you know, shot his uh, BB gun, red rifle BB. gun? Yeah, yeah. So I'm in the backyard, and I'm like, oh wow, this is really cool, and I wanted to go in. And so I turned around and went back up to the to the back steps. <laughs> the door was locked and the tour guide had left and went back across the street. So like I was just left in the backyard <laughs> by myself. I guess I could have, you know, made a barbecue if there would have been a grill, but there was no one that literally she abandoned me midway through the tour, or I felt that it was done. And so then I just walked across the street and went into the
7: gift shop to see if there was anything to buy.
3: <laughs> You're on your own, yeah. Dan.
7: <laughs> Yeah, I was. It was I think very what's odd. even even more interesting is there's a gift shop for that movie. Oh yeah, and a tour guide for the home in that movie. And
10: this was this was again 14 years ago now when I when I did it, and there was another time I went back to Cleveland and in, in the winter and actually drove past it and it was pretty busy, but it has become a tourist attraction for that city. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, just like in LA when it, when I have family come out from Wisconsin, you try to take them to certain. Places that they may think are famous, like the Wonder Years house, is in Burbank. You could drive uh, past that. Where's Winnie Cooper's house? I, I, I don't know. I just we're really like going to get down. We're really, yeah. we're really going to get down to it. Where is Winnie Cooper's house? <laughs> I used to live in Santa Monica, and we always had to drive past where
7: OJ. Yeah, OJ. Yeah, uh, that was Bundy. Right, was that on Bundy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you remember watching that trial? I I was a freshman in college. I remember watching that trial. I remember when he got when when he was uh, found not guilty. People running around, the juices loose. We watched it live in my theology class, of all places. Oh wow! Our journalism class got called off for
10: it. The professor uh, let us not show up. So then I took advantage and didn't show up for the next two weeks. But that's a different story. (laughs) Different story. But no, he said, "All right." He goes, "You know what's happening today? You all, everybody can." Go home. Go home and watch the verdict.
7: So it was. It's over. Yes, because yeah. there was so much good ju- good journalism taking place sure. there. Right. <laughs> sure. That's, ex- that's exactly what. That's exactly what happened. All right. So Cleveland Guardians. What happens if they make? Do I think it make the Chiefs change their name? Did you see that the Arrowhead is is they didn't even tell anybody, but they took the Arrowhead down from Arrowhead Stadium. I did. I did not know that. No, yeah. I knew that they had banned the
10: headdress and they you know tried to ban the. The out, chop. Yeah, I think. I think that the, the they had a drum, and I don't know if the drum is there anymore. I, I thought maybe they
7: had tried to remove that as well. It's funny. Kids in twenty years are going to go watch Major League and and just be blown away by uh, Chief Wahoo and the Indians and like what is this team? I don't even know. It's the Guardians. They used to be the Indians. Um, all right. Coming up next. Coming up next. While there's so many that push for long-term, big-money, guaranteed contracts in the NFL, yet another player steps up and says, those aren't a good idea. I'll explain what they, how they said it
8: next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
7: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
8: Check out Point Game with John
5: Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio
9: app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: It even be That's my game!
6: Goodness, bro. Bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: There's plenty to celebrate in March and exp- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy, and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
5: Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bones Show here to tell you the National Sales Event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an Adventure Ready Rav Four. Let's go! So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com, that's buyatoyota.com, Toyota. Let's go places.
7: Are you guys familiar with uh Michael Thomas's contract? So Michael Thomas is a super talented wide receiver, right? We 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 all that's can't guard Mike, right? Remember his contract that he signed last year. Goes, you guys remember the details? Okay, so Michael Thomas signed a deal. Uh, last year was the first year of that deal. He made twenty-one million dollars last year. Okay, this year's deal, in which again there was a big signing bonus and a cap hit or whatever. Uh, it's only twelve point eight million, and then he he he's guaranteed to get paid for three more years. Now there's a potential out. Of the contract with 22.7 million dollars but if if you ever wondered like why don't nfl guys get fully guaranteed contracts like here's your reason michael thomas was if not the best wide receiver in football in any human beings conversation of the best wide receiver in football coming into last year you're talking about plus over 120 receptions on a year. He was the security blanket for for Drew Drew Brees. Why can't I speak? (laughs) Drew Brees. How many catches did he have last year? 40. He played seven games half the year. This is a a league, very, very simply, where... They understand you're always one injury away. It's always about your production. And you won't, you you won't for any reason, there's no reason to give a guy five, six, seven year deal, especially at a skill position where they lose it or they can get hurt. Or, I mean, like he's going to play seven games last year, he'll be lucky to play seven this year. And then they got to decide if they pick up the rest of his contract. All right, let's, um, let's get to Dan Byer in the press.
8: The Press.
10: What do you got, Dan? Yeah, Doug, do Dan, buyer? I, just on the heels of that, no pun intended, on the Michael Thomas injury, that was, if you remember, a week one injury when they had Tampa Bay. And I think it happened late in the game. I don't think that it it looked like it was anything where it was so severe. But you remember, you thought that maybe he was going to try to come back. Then he got into a fight with his, a, a teammate, and then he re-aggravated. Like, it was it was something else. And you mentioned he had 40 catches. He did look better later on in the season, but still lingering from that. And, yeah, just one of those things. Sometimes you get that ankle injury, and you're just maybe never the same. We'll have to yeah, see. Yeah, n-
7: never the same. But we'll see. We yeah. shall see.
10: Yeah, we'll, we'll just uh, go along those lines, long-term uh, Extension talks between the Packers and wide receiver Devonte Adams have broken off, with the NFL Network saying that Green Bay's offers would not have made Adams the highest-paid wide receiver in
7: the game. Okay, I mean, the, the ego. I mean, like, look. Part of it is the the DeAndre Hopkins contract's a bad contract. It's like seven million more than the next guy. Twenty-seven most eight guys are at, at twenty million. So this it reminds me a lot of when uh, remember remember when Darrell Revis. Held out with the Jets because they told him they thought he was the best cornerback in football. It's like, all right, well, I want to be paid like the best. The problem was that there was this terrible contract the Raiders had with um, Namdi Asomugie, and nobody wanted it. Was Darrell Rivas was you know everybody else was at twelve, and and Namdi was at sixteen million a year. It's like, why should we copy that terrible contract? Why, why should the Packers copy the terrible contract of the Arizona Cardinals who aren't going to make the playoffs again?
10: Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy said today the quarterback Dak Prescott will see action in preseason games as he returns from a broken leg. Uh,
7: yeah, did you see what Dak Prescott said about whether or not he's been vaccinated? Yes, yes. He's, it's HIPAA. Do people, why don't, doesn't anybody know what HIPAA actually is?
10: I, I don't know, but if I go any further, I probably will sound like an idiot as well. So No,
7: it's really easy. Like, if, if a doctor or a nurse or somebody who has clearance to your medical re- records cannot share it with anybody else unless you specifically sign something that says you can sh- feel free to share it with a specific person or with anybody you want. That's how HIPAA works. When you're asked first person, are you vaccinated? You don't hide behind HIPAA. You can just say, hey, that's personal I don't want to. Uh, now, look, I would personally say that it's it, it actually you are the leader of a football team. You're the highest paid player. You can answer the question because you should be vaccinated. You got coaches getting fired because they don't want to get vaccinated. All you got to do is like, yep, I got vaccinated. I didn't enjoy it. But or I don't get vaccinated. Here's here's why. But hiding behind HIPAA, which is not how HIPAA actually works, makes you sound dumber than you actually are.
10: Yeah, I, it it is. It is to that point. Yes, you could just say. Next question, or that's private, or I just choose not to share. You could do one of those things. You mentioned coaches uh, not getting the vaccine. Rick Dennison of the Minnesota Vikings, their offensive line coach and run game coordinator, refused to receive the vaccine. So he and the team have parted ways. Patriots co-offensive line coach Cole Popovich not going to be with the team because of a vaccine decision, according to ESPN.
7: Vaccine decision, in other words, his decision was to not – If remember – if you don't get vaccinated, you can't work hand to hand with a lot of these players. And plus, you have to go through, and it's expensive. I mean, these are, these are private businesses, and if they you're at-will employee. And if they, you don't want to do a job their way, sorry, man. You know, the Yankees make you cut your facial hair, and NFL teams make you get vaccinated. That's the way it works.
10: Sportico reports that LeBron James became the first active U.S. team sport athlete to become a billionaire.
7: It's pretty awesome. Like you can disagree with some little things that he's done or whatever. It's pretty awesome. It's like I've heard people say, you know, well, he doesn't give his own money and he just did state funds for his school. Like whatever he's done, they have an entire school and they have it funded where kids that go through the school, he's going to put them through college. Like, I don't know. It's pretty hard to find fault with uh, his his personal dealings and his personal business. I can think. I can think Space Jam 2 is terrible and still go, I respect all that he's done. I would, if I were LeBron, and I would do this for my
10: last name, if I became a billionaire, my B would be a dollar sign B. Instead of like the S, it would just be the, the two lines, throw it with a B. And if you did that with LeBron, just to let everybody know that he is a, a billionaire. Doug, the opening ceremony, not ceremonies, but the opening ceremony of the Tokyo Games took place earlier today. I know it will air on network TV later on tonight. But Naomi Osaka, the Japanese tennis star, was chosen to light the cauldron during the opening ceremony of the Tokyo Games.
7: Weird year for her, right? Right. Like she she had some uh, some some of her own mental health issues, which she removed herself from the French Open and Wimbledon. And then she bounces back and she's on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. And then she's lighting the cauldron. I mean, clearly she's a crossover success, but it, it, it her path to it is really interesting. I think uh, uh, Hideki
10: Matsuyama was a part of it as well. Uh, there were others, some uh, Japanese stars, part of the you know torch carrying as they bring it in, but Naomi Osaka was the one who ended up uh, lighting the cauldron. Matt's acquired uh, race pitcher Rich Hill in a deal today. I think it's uh, I read that it was Rich Hill's 11th team that he is now on. So.
7: 11 teams. Mm-hmm. That's all right. He won't get out of third inning because he'll have a blister on his finger anyway. So <laughs> 11 teams, though. at least you're good enough to be wanted, right? There's There's that aspect
10: of it. You know, guys who bounce around different leagues, you're you're good enough to still be in the league, and
7: guys fair want point. you. It's a half a half full, or half empty. Yeah, the, the bad news is he's been on eleven teams. The good news is there have been eleven general managers that have wanted him on their team. I <laughs> said yes, just a couple of other
10: points on the whole Texas Oklahoma thing. The Athletic, we mentioned this earlier, reported uh, the remaining eight schools may reach out to the Pac-12 about forming a 20 school super league, and one Big 12 school, according to Dennis Dodd of CBS says. That they've reached out to an outside firm to help them navigate the realignment landscape.
7: And that's wait, 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 hold on, wait, yep. Dan, I got word. Yes, uh, several Big Twelve schools are are uh, are joining the athletic. That's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a way to end the week. That's
4: a way to end the week. Impressed. That
10: was the press.
7: Um, Are we watching the Olympics this weekend? Is that what we're doing, guys? Is that what you're doing? Byer, you're working this weekend. Is it, yeah, is it Olympic?
2: double coverage?
10: dose.
7: Wife wants to watch the opening ceremony tonight, probably. May dive into Ted Lasso, but I won't tweet about it to put the bow on that one. I, I, I watched the first episode of season two, Ted Lasso. I'm trying to not binge, but I'm also saving some binge stuff for when I have the knee surgery, potentially next week. I'll find out here after the show. So. Ooh, yeah, table tennis is tomorrow. I'm big on table tennis, badminton fencing, uh, fence big fencing day tomorrow. beach volleyball is tomorrow. Kind of feel like we're pretty good at beach volleyball, right? Us and the Brazilians uh, rowing tomorrow as well. Have a safe and happy weekend, and we'll see if there's any big 12 by Monday. <laughs> this is the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio
8: has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
6: craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio discover more shows and movies for free
0: an epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express you breeze through the card member entrance stop by the lounge now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.